The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Day 9 of Training Camp, live from UC Health Training Center, 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you can still hit the milehighsports.com stream, but there's just no video. It's just the audio. Uh, lots of ways to get involved with the show. Uh, it's a football Friday edition of the program. Danny Bailey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Danny? Uh, pretty good, man. Um, thanks for the, all your hard work this week. It's not easy being cheesy. Well, I, I'm glad you appreciate that this was the only week I was working hard. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> we did dad ball last night at St. Thomas More. I know. I was having FOMO at home watching the, uh, watching the Jags. The Raiders pound on the Jags. Is that a preview of things to come for Josh McDaniels and the Raiders? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. The AFC West sure is good. Yeah, it is. You know, you have the NFC West as well. But after you take Russell Wilson out of it and put him into the AFC West, it kind of made, I think, the AFC West the best team, uh, best division in the NFL. I'm not so sure about that because I don't, you know, the Chargers and the Raiders might just be... You know, nine and eight teams this year, I think, because the Broncos are going to take away some of those wins that they had last year to make them 10 win teams. So, yeah, I just don't, you know, not everyone. It's funny how every single fan base in the NFL thinks, oh, yeah, you know, we're, we're going to be better. Well, we sucked last year. We're going to be better. Or like we're on the cusp last year. We're going to be better. Or like, hey, we got these couple guys. We're going to be better. It just doesn't quite work like that. That line. See that line, JJ? We don't cross that line. So, yeah, man, uh, thanks for being with us today, you guys. Hit the text line up. Danny Bailey will read, will read your texts. And if you really, really want to call, it's really important. We might be able to get you. But it better be some real serious stuff, like some breaking news stuff. But um, looking forward to camp today. Uh, so yesterday, Danny... Um, Rochelle dropped uh, J.J. Olivia and Gianna, our three bigs, um, off like right outside here in the corner. Like they're running towards me, Dad, Dad, um, as, as kind of you coming through the, the media entrance here. And because they're going to 1230 yesterday, we kind of snuck him into a little spot up here, you know, to where the media guys go. And we just kind of stood there for a sec. And it was cool. And then we went, uh, walked around to, there's like a little kids thing, combine thing, where you're throwing balls and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so JJ and the kids did that. And then we went in the team store and got some stuff. And then we went on to the hill, okay? But my kids, who were very smart, uh, came and JJ had a Seahawks Russell Wilson jersey on with Broncos gear on, the rest of the gear hat. You know, um, socks, all that, the whole rest of the look. 
um, Olivia had a Broncos jersey on, and then um, Gianna, my youngest daughter, had a Russell Wilson Seahawks jersey on as well with Broncos gear. Okay, so I got that new orange Russ jersey. It's the orange. Okay. White was out. I would have went white first, and blue was my third choice, so I went with the orange, okay? So me being a super savvy media veteran, been doing this for years, about as old as Sandy Clough, um, I knew just the right spot at the right time on the hill as practice is ending. Uh, Russell's throwing the ball around with his kiddos. Couple receivers hanging out. Last guy's on the field. It's hot. Uh, we kind of time ourselves to go just in the right corner of the, you know, the 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 hill. Russell's been signing for going all the way down the line. It takes him about thirty minutes every single day. He doesn't get everybody, but he's getting like tons of people. Okay. So he starts on the opposite end, and it's just like hot. I'm like, do you guys want to go? What do you want to do? JJ's such a soldier. You know, like He's just a trooper, man. He's like, no, let's wait. No, no, let's wait. He like empowers me. He's like, you're right. Let's wait. We can do this. So Russell comes all the way down, right? And I'm like, kids, get boom. We were right on the rope because we were waiting at that spot. Russell comes down, boom, signs the back of Gianna's jersey. Okay. Olivia turns around, boom, signs her jersey. JJ's got that Seahawks jersey on, turned around. Russ gets him, boom, signs it. And then I'm like, hey, Russ, oh, we traveled from very afar to come and see you today, sir. Oh, I'd be honored if you would sign my new jersey I spent 150 on. So I turn around, I'm ready to go. And I saw him like do a pump fake, like, I need to get a kid. Mr. Unlimited, and that's right. And uh, so he I turn around, and he signs that new jersey of mine. Boom, big, giant signature right on the top of the three. Hey! You're – did you pass out? You know they yeah. should be uh, – you're right that he was looking for a kid because you're like the kind of person that everybody on Twitter hates. No, no, I'm not. I didn't take it to eBay. You know, I will take offers on it right now, 303-831-1340, the hotline or the text line. Um, got a picture of the signing. Um, we'll pass all PS, PSA, the DNA uh, designation. I'm just kidding. Uh, I was with the kids. You have to use the kids, you know? Like, that's the key. If you're just a creep, there's this, oh, man, there's this one guy who comes. He goes to all seas, and he's just like a slime. I saw him. He's old. Little Harry, I don't know how he gets signatures. You know what I mean? And without paying for him, like going because these guys are total creep. But um, he, he was there yesterday. But we just waited, and Russ signed. That's right, Bull Fam. That's right, Bull Fam. That's right. I don't know, man. So what do you think? I'm a bad guy. Am I the bad, bad guy? guy? Duh. Duh. No, no, I was but... joking. I was joking. Oh, okay, good. Because I'll see you again, Russ, today. About noon. Same spot. JJ, you ready? I need, might need you to cry today. I mean, yeah. You ready to cry? Like, oh, Russ. We just moved here from Seattle, man. Is there an accent? Do Seattle people have an accent? Not like that. Grunge? 
What? Ooh, JJ just said, tell him it's his birthday. Oh, this kid. I love him. Dang. Perfect, JJ. <laughs> Would that be cold-blooded to get in line and get Russell's autograph again today? No, not really. I don't think so either. That one will make its way to the Facebook marketplace. I'm just kidding. I'm totally just kidding, guys. Um, okay. Nothing's happening at all. Everything's kind of set up. What? I, bro, shut up. He said we forgot Sharpies. Um, nothing's really happening as of yet. Fans are making their way in. I mean, there's space. I don't know what you're waiting for if you haven't come and checked it out yet. Oh, man, it's too far. Oh, it's already blending people in. I'm too late. No, they don't start till 10 o'clock, and they're going to go till about noon. So, yeah, let's make your way down here. I'll wave at me. If you're on the hill listening to the show, wave at me right now. Oh, I see you. Oh, you too, and you. No, I love you too. Hey, love you too. Um, Were you talking to Sierra again? No, not yet. Who's here? Yeah. All the people who listen to the show, they're just waving at us. Do you see that guy up there? Oh. Yeah. oh, no, they're just right there. Is that uh, DIA Bert? <laughs> hey, Bert. Um, okay, Danny Bailey, it's a football Friday. We're one, Next Thursday is the last day of training camp. Did you know that? I didn't, but it's cool. <laughs> well, Danny, it looks like I just had to let the cat out of the Bag. Yeah! JJ get, got in on that one. So any questions? I heard Danny? him. It was great. And concerns, comments about camp, about life and love. Um, the the main question with camp is just how do the coaches feel about it? How does Nathaniel Hackett feel? How does Azuro Evero feel? Like if they know what they're going to do now uh, personnel-wise, and they feel like they've gotten a lot out of it and the players are all on the same page with the playbook, then that's all that matters to me. Uh, my eyes aren't going to tell me anything better than what the coaches know. So if the coaches think it was a good camp, then it was a good camp. And if everybody had fun, they got to go out there and uh, appreciate it there in Dove Valley, then that's great too. Uh, but I'm just waiting for games. Me too. Was, was last night real football? Um, I didn't bet on it because I was telling myself it's not. I thought it was a slam dunk, the Raiders, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to bet on somebody, I would have bet on the Raiders because they weren't playing their two best guys at all. Yeah, if, I, if I hadn't lost all my money on first inning draws before that game started, I definitely would have bet on the Raiders, probably. Um, okay. So it's nine eleven. I'll never forget it. Three oh three eight three one thirteen forty the hotline as well as the text line. That's St. Thomas Moore Jim. Danny Bailey was a gem, bro. That gem, that gym was a gem. I heard no three point line though. No, yeah, they have it. Yeah, yeah, no, they had it. Who said that? I don't know. I thought I saw that in the uh in the chat. No, 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 they got it. I think my floor might be new. Maybe they didn't have it or something like that. But Sweet. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, Mark Jackson came, ran, dead ball with us last night. <laughs> Gersh came out and ran with us. 
No Dover, totally flaked. Probably start White Claws too early. Um, but that's it. So we'll set up a break here. Go to break, come back. Delvin. I guess maybe we can start talking about bubble guys. Guys who have impressed enough this camp to where you think that they may have a chance. I have on today. I've never done this ever in my life, Danny Bailey. So, Andrew Mason dresses like a bit of a... What am I going to say, Danny? A bit of a... Yeah. He wears a Hawaiian shirt like every day of his life. Okay? And he wears his khaki shorts. Island life. Khakis. He wears like a little white sock that shows a few inches above the ankle. And he does that every single day. So the media guys are dressing like Andrew Mason today. So I've never put a look like this on. I have, and I had to clear it. I got clearance. A Hawaiian shirt. It's a badass freaking Broncos Hawaiian shirt. Everyone's going to love this shirt today. But you don't wear Broncos stuff when you're covering the Broncos. You, you don't do that kind of, you know, like you can't be in the press box wearing Broncos stuff. Gil did that one time, got kicked out. It's like a true story. And uh, yeah, so this is my best Andrew Mason impression. And it's not a bad look. I kind of pull it off. But I got a Hawaiian shirt on with khakis. And I don't have the socks, but I brought the socks if I need someone to take a picture of me with the socks to prove it, because that's, that's so embarrassing. But that's what I got going on right now. So let's go to break. Come back. Danny, Danny, Danny. We've been out here every single day except for one day. Giving it to you. It's my life sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. I had a bad week. Spent the evening pretending it wasn't that deep. You could see in my eyes that it was taking over. I guess I was just blind and caught up in the Back moment. in 303-831-1340, right the hotline as well as the text line. Oh, that's love that. Uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, we're live. It's day 9 of training camp. It's happening pretty fast here. I mean, like... Once training camp hits, once training camp hits, it just flies by. You're always expecting it to be like a month or month-long proposition. It's not. It's over in a few weeks. It's less than that, actually. Um, and then that intersects with the preseason games, which we had, uh, like you know, real football last night. Um, after like a half of one preseason game, you're just over it. And at that point... We put the fantasy football teams together. And as you time that right, the next week we have real football. So there's no break now. It's just the foot on the gas. There's no layoffs. There's no break. There's no uh, week off now. You're just at this point. That's it. See, Josh, head it over real quick. Got JJ in the day. What's going on? Did you start those white claws a little early last night or what? Oh, that's cool. Did you get pitted? So pitted. And then kapla. Uh, that's funny. It's over. Said he went skating last night instead of basketball. That's stupid. Um. Okay. People making the way in plenty of room today. 
it's not going to be a giant crowd. And yesterday's weather, while it was hot, I don't know, it was like tolerable. I think it was tolerable hot. So I just kind of can't say it enough to find a way to make it down here for a little bit. Even if you feel like you're an old dude who's seen it all, like F. Lewis or Chuck Nasty or D.A. Burt, collective age of those guys is like 400 years old. They've seen it all. You know, since like they were when football, they put a catcher's mitt on a guy's head as a helmet. You know, and in the back when Chuck Bednarik was playing both ways. But you should come out here, even if you're one an old dude, is kind of see what this whole facility has become. It's pretty special, you know. Standing here right now, man, just in the corner. We, you know, we take the kids over to the other side. We're a lot, you know. It's like you can't just be over here. You can't really take, you know, you got to be a real ledge like me to be able to pull this kind of stuff up. But being over there as a fan, you look over here, it's just like you just can't take this stuff for granted. You know, Anilo and I was talking to him like we're in Rocky's press boxes. And I had to be there like at 2.30 to talk to the road manager in the dugout at 3 o'clock and then go transcribe that stuff. Uh, start, you know, maybe some tidbit stuff for the story. This is, you know, when I'm doing AP stuff. Then you go chow. You go eat. Rockies charge you for that food a lot. But if you pay for it, you want to eat all night. Um, you get up once the game starts. It's like a pitch by pitch by pitch by pitch by pitch. And I would always go sit by the guy or the lady who was literally um, uh, like the, the stats or data person plugging in pitch by pitch by pitch, um, you know, hit, error, all that kind of stuff. Make it so easy because that was like that was the person who was giving it, you know, or working for the league at the time. You know, the game goes by kind of quick. Once you're into the game, it's like you're into the game. There's no, like, breaks. You can't, you know, barely have a chance to take a pee. No time to poop, definitely. And then um, the game ends. Make your way down. You get into the manager's, the road manager's office, which is just like you'd think it'd be, like, in the 1980s, man. It's like a little office. He's sitting at it behind a desk. Uh, he's pissed or he's happy. And there's about eight guys crammed in there and like one camera guy, maybe someone who works for the team. You get off a couple questions. There's no BS there. No BS because, there's you know, it's been a long day for everybody. And you got to get what you got to get. Sometimes you got to ask what you need, uh, something very specifically. And it might have something to do with the way they won or lost the game. It's not easy. You go try to some, um, transcribe some of that stuff. Before, while you're waiting for guys to come out, it's baseball players, so some guys coming out, um, dongers out, whatever. You got to stand by there, you know. Um, it's really you know the clubhouse is pretty cool, but the lockers, you know, the setup, it's it's, it's unique. It's really kind of cool. It's uh, kind of luxury. It's guys spend a lot of time in there, uh, but you're just waiting and waiting and waiting for guys. Some guys are coming in, they're ready to talk, and they get it. But some guys are gonna like they're gonna put all their stuff on. They're gonna have to. They're gonna get their shaving. They're gonna do their hair. They're gonna button their stuff all the way up before. Okay, now I'm ready. So you know, if you're covering one Rockies game for one day, you're there at two something. You're not out of there till like maybe <laughs> midnight. It the pay's never worth it. You do it because you like you love the job. 
and you love what you're doing, but you take that stuff. My point is you take that stuff for granted. You take that stuff for granted for sure. So this kind of stuff here, you can't, you know, I, you, you, I, I, I try not to, and that's it. So JJ's like, I don't know. I just, I could only imagine me being JJ and, and having a chance to do all this cool stuff he's had to do. I think he's taking stuff for granted because he gets to do everything, but one day he'll realize that, you know, he's a pretty lucky kid. Um, yeah. Fans in. Mingling. Uh, there's a Bronco up there. You see that yellow Bronco up there? Anilo, you've seen it? You like that? You like those Broncos? If you could have any color of those Broncos, what would, what would you probably go with? The blue? That's cool. That's like yellow. That's not true, true Broncos orange. I, I think I'd because I think I try to find a, a Broncos orange to see if I liked the way that looked. If not, man, those look super clean black or like almost any color. I've been seeing them in some kind of unique colors, but yeah, those new Broncos are cool. You know, one day when I don't have ten kids uh, going to private school, I'd love to have. I'll be so old, Nilo. By the time I get one of those Broncos, it'll be like one of the 80s Broncos that people like now. Or even like the cool 70s, like you know, the Broncos that are people do stuff to. So by the time I have, you know, JJ's through Valor, and I'm still working in Mile High Sports like Gil to pay for JJ's. You better go pro, JJ. That's all I got to say. I'm going to be like LeVar, you know? I'm going to, like, speak it into truth, you know? You are a hater. Now, the, um, you are be, a hater. Balls are going to be in town, like, uh, for some charity benefit thing here pretty quick that I got a guy who wants to talk about where they put shoes, uh, donate tons of new shoes for kids. They have, you know, thousands and thousands of pairs that they've um, been able to get for kids. And it's the Ball family <laughs> that's going to all be in town for this benefit. I might... Man, if I can get LeVar Ball on the show, would that be the greatest get of all time? I mean, we've had uh, Missy Franklin. We've had uh, Daniel Cormier. We've had everybody that's anybody ever like you could ever imagine. But that could be the best get for us, maybe potentially in the history of the show. What time is it here? It is 9.26 a.m. We'll set up a break here. Nothing really going down as of yet. But at 10 o'clock, things will be in full swing, guys. We'll be getting their stretch on. little individual drill work will, will be happening. And I'm wondering if, uh, you know, how much better the Broncos have gotten nine days. How much better have they got in nine days? And you said something, Danny, that was pretty good. I thought about, you know, how happy is Coach Hackett with the work they've put in? Do you think, and this is just like a total, this question is just a ridiculous question. Do you think, Danny Bailey, that they're further ahead, right on pace or behind there, you know, where they thought they would be up at this point of even the whole entire, not just day nine of camp, but the entire proposition uh probably ahead because russell wilson did so much off-season work you're spilling that everywhere bro keep going 
it's just it's different than how uh, it has been the past couple years. So they've already built up a lot of tendencies and relationships and knowledge about one another before getting into camp. And so I think that this camp has just been kind of putting it all into the scope of the playbook. And hopefully they are ahead. And if not, then I would imagine they're right on pace. I don't think there's any reason they would be behind. I think there's a chance they could be behind. And that's not based off of anything at all. And I don't think they look behind. I just, that's a good question. I want to know when the coaches go in there and they're talking to each other, if they think like, hey man, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, they would never tell us, but maybe if we had a fly on the wall in the oh, coaches in, meeting. You know, stuff I, I'm curious to kind of know. You know, we will, it'll play itself out and we'll find out. But it's just, you don't have a lot of time to put this thing together. You really don't. And it was funny, I heard a couple guys say, yeah, if there was a game today, I think we'd be ready to go. I don't think that. And I don't think they'd beat the Seahawks right now if they played today. I think that game would come down to a point. Well, Vegas has That's it like... Foolish. Well, well, really? Well, Vegas has it at two and a half or three points. You know? Which is, in gambling terms, a big, you know, kind of gap. But in reality, no. Vegas thinks this game's very, very close. So we'll talk about it on the other side. Smiling Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are back in. We're live. It's day 9 of training camp. UC Health Training Center. Thanks for being with us. Danny Bailey will catch us up on some texts, and uh, we want to hear from you guys uh, going into the weekend. Give me uh, Guy, Danny Bailey, maybe I'll ask Anillo too, just a standout performer, a standout performer from camp who is somebody who's uh, not the usual suspects. Do you have any of those guys? I do, but I got to figure out the name because okay. the only guys I'm thinking of are the usual suspects. Well, that's okay. I mean, actually, to be honest, like, I think other than Saubert for the first couple few days, um, Montrez Washington, Montreal, right? Montreal? Montreal. He's kind of been a, a pleasant surprise at a position of now kind of. I went on about need, but um, he's been a, a pleasant surprise. Quinn Miners, Quinn Miners, right? As kind of man, as they're trying to get this offensive line figured out, they're shuffling the deck, and I could appreciate that because there's some coaches, and um, I think some you know coaching staffs are just going to kind of keep plugging away at guys who might not be fitting, you know, the right, I don't know, man, the right. I got the name. Who? Damari Mathis. Oh, okay, yeah. He's 27. He's good. He's a corner, right? Yep. Yeah, he had a great pick yesterday. I saw the video on Twitter, 
and I was like, wow, that's great. And yeah, uh, and Zach Zach Seegers also wanted to make sure that he was getting some shine as a rookie that might might have been getting overlooked. I love that one. He's from Pitt, and I know a little bit about him because Pitt was good last year, and um, they drafted him in the. Let me double check my sheet here. Uh, Demar Mathis, twenty seven. He's five foot eleven, one hundred ninety five pounds. So he's. You know, he's a man. He's built like a man. He is a fourth-round pick, correct? I think I said that. So I like that one. That's a pretty good one. And then yesterday, a guy they signed out of the CFL, Darius Shepard might have had the best play of camp yesterday when Josh Johnson just puts one. It looked like a Russell Wilson throw, one of these beautiful high-arcing rainbows that falls right into right into the dude's hands. Uh, Darius Shepard, a wide receiver. He's in his third year, but again, he was like playing in the CFL. And he has a relationship with his staff, those guys. But, oh, man, did he ever catch a beautiful ball, made it look so easy. Like one of those receivers who just like runs under it and catches it so soft, makes it look very easy. Um, like it's, you know, like he's got magnets in his hands. Um, that was probably the best play of camp that I saw yesterday. And we were here for the whole thing. We did. We put the full, the full, full work in yesterday. So someone is, uh, let's see here. Someone's texting. Hi, we hear. Hi, Danny. Let's see here. Uh, where are you at? Person? Texter? I'm waving my hand. I got, I'm waving my hands up in the air. I got my hands just up in the air. I'm not waving them. In one of my hands is a piece of paper. It's the roster sheet. I got it in my hand. So could you just do something right now to let me know where exactly you're at? And if you want to, like, scream. It might be F. Lewis, Danny, because he no, said what? last time I went to camp was to see Peyton, but I was so much younger then. P.S. If I told you I was on the hill, what would you be looking for? No way. If F. Lewis is on the hill, I'm walking over to talk to F. Lewis and to meet F. Lewis. I mean, I've met Chuck. I don't Cassie. know if he is. I'm just making an assumption from the text. No, he said that. It seems see like if I well, told you I was on the hill... What would you be looking for? F. Lewis. And he also said Broncos orange used to be yellow when I was watching Frank Tripuca launching it down the field. He's right. He's right. So maybe he's wearing something old school. It is that yellow and brown kind of yellow, F. Lewis. You're so good, bro. Um, I'd give Anillo the headset for like a segment and come find you down there if you were really here, F. Lewis. You better tell us if that's the truth. Me and J.J. will come holler at you. I'll bring you on the field. I'll introduce you to Sierra if you want. Um... That's funny. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I if you, I know how to get Russell Wilson's autograph now, obviously. But that information is also valuable. So, if you would like to, I'm like, if you'd like to join my Discord, I'm gonna release some of that information on my Discord. If you want some exclusive content, go to my OnlyFans. Danny Bailey, you want to do appearance on my OnlyFans? You can't afford my rate. Whoa! Giggity. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, we still have a few minutes left. Uh, shaded area far left for you. Whoa, VIP over here. Hey, buddy. This is my Andrew Mason. 
Why didn't, where's your intermission? Oh, KOA makes you dress. They dress you, don't they? KOA dresses them. Not Albright. With that cute little belly he's got. Have you seen Albright's little belly? You know Zach, JJ? JJ, Zach? Yeah, that's right. JJ and Zach might be able to party together. I think JJ's just a couple years younger than Zach. Zach broke my record of being the youngest media member out here in the history of Broncos media. Maybe. You got a haircut. Oh, really? Maybe just wearing a hat. You're looking clean right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll get Zach on for a segment at some point here. Nothing's happening. Not a player. I want one guy one day. Hey, is today this day? Is today the day that somebody beats Caden Davis out here for first first out? I don't think so. I thought it would have happened. If I'm one of the guys in that line, Has he been? He's been out every day first, right? Except for, I wasn't here Saturday. It was the only day. So it's eight for eight. Yeah. But kisser. No, I'm just kidding. He's been pretty good. Uh, okay. Let's just kind of looking at the roster here a little bit. We did, Zach, uh, guys who have kind of stood out that weren't your usual kind of suspects. Okay. And we gave some love to your – we gave some love to your fourth-round pick from Pitt. Uh, Damari, Damari Mathis, right? Yeah, he's been fantastic. I yeah, I thought he's been good. And, we, you know, we I knew a little bit about him because I bet Pitt a lot last year, and Pitt was good. They were. So he was a really good player on a really good team. Got him in the fourth round. Who's this guy leap going to leapfrog for playing time? It's tough. Like, I mean, the only person you could really leapfrog is Ojemudi, and I don't know if he's going to do that as Why? a rookie. Um, just because a corner is a really hard position. How's Ojemudi looked? I think Ojemudi's been promising. Uh, Ojemudi's been solid. I, I think he kind of he, fell I off a little bit. looked a little better in camp, if I'm being honest. I think so, too. It's camp. I, I, I wouldn't put too, too much stock in that, but he's been fantastic. I think what you saw from Mathis is he really uh, turned it on when the pads came on. Yeah. He's a very physical corner. Um, he's got unbelievable, not unbelievable, but terrific athletic gifts. Um, and once he was put in a position where he could really like lean on that more and mm -hmm. really uh, uh, engage physically with the receivers, disrupt their routes at the line of scrimmage and at the catch point. And uh, I think we've seen him thrive these last Give couple Give me days. another guy. Not the usual Ooh. suspect, the young guy. Uazurike. Who... Okay. How about that rookie? Okay. Even a later pick than uh, Mathis out of Iowa State. I didn't like the pick at all. I don't like drafting old rookies. He's 24, 25. Mm -hmm. um, that typically doesn't bode well. Um, and I also didn't think he was that. He was a tweener in college. I felt like yeah. they couldn't figure out how to use. But you see him out here working on the interior he's, defensive line with Mike he's Purcell. Huge. He's massive. He's even bigger than Mike Purcell. Is he Purcell. the biggest guy on the team? One of them for sure. He's 6'6", 3'12", 3'16", something like that. So if you account for height and Your weight. guy's 96, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah, he's I, number 96. He's 320 pounds, 6'6", six six, uh, from Iowa State. He was a fourth-round pick as well. 
and yeah, um, after Mathis, and I don't think there's anyone really better. Like Tomlinson would be another guy to watch, but I don't think he has the weight. To no, have. well, the, again, there's other tall guys, but the the way that this guy's built, Casey Bulls, Tucker's a big guy too. Full six five three hundred. He's a, you know, but we're talking about biggest know, straight up. Not, Straight beefcakes. Yeah, it's him, Caden Davis. Caden Davis, Davis again, little out. dog. Now he's um, like minus – now he's like minus 750 yeah, or minus 600. Day. Yeah. Someone's got to pull the upset one. I know. Days. That would we be sweet. A, we need a Buster Douglas. <laughs> I but, know. Uh, uh, I'm – Anyways, I, think I might be the biggest guy on the team. Yeah, yeah absolute mammoth of a man, of a man. But the way he moves is so impressive. Uh, he's been so stout in the run game, which is what his primary it's so usage hard to is going to be that on this stuff team. Out here. I disagree with the pads coming on. Well, that. you're standing but, at certain spots. You're putting all the hard work in. But if you're just casually you. watching, everyone just wants to watch the skill. A hundred percent. Everybody only uh, wants to watch the skill to be you know, really keep your eye on what's going on in the trenches. It's kind of hard. It is. It is. But I've been enjoying it. I think that's some of the fun with the pads coming on. And he's really stood out with the pads coming on stout in the run game. But then you see him twisting with yeah. there was one rep where they had a Bradley or not Bradley Chubb, Baron Browning, uh, shooting inside and Uwazurike twisting around him to the edge and then driving the tackle back kind of towards the quarterback. And the way he moves at his size is so freaky. It allows him to do that. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to see what he can do once the, the live bullets start firing. Let's go to break. Hey, before we go to break, can I ask yes. Zach a question? Sure. Absolutely, Dan. First, I want to say happy birthday, Zach. Thank oh, you, that's Danny. right. And Love then you. I have, and then my question is, uh, how's that relationship with DJ Jones? I think things are getting patched up. I, I think we're okay now. Um, he's he's a terrific player. I think if you you know really look at the video of the play that the Broncos posted, um, you can piece together what happened on that play. And I'll leave it there. Whoa, controversy. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. Come back. Thank you, Danny. Well, sure, buddy. Appreciate you. A uh, lot to talk about. Day nine of training camp. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. It's Mile High Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. The curtains. Griner sentenced to nine years in Russian prison? Whoa. I mean, she didn't get nine years for you know, all the other stuff she did here. But I feel bad for her. No matter what you think of Brittany Griner not standing for the anthem or she had a domestic thing that people are kind of bringing back up and, I don't know, throwing in her face, I guess you would say. Uh, nine years in prison. Imagine that feeling that she had. Um, again, we're trying to trade out like a notorious arms dealer that like Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible 4 had to bring down. You know what I mean? We're willing to trade him for her. <laughs> but, man, I, I don't know. Russia, man. <laughs> 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. A couple players out. It's uh, 10 till 10. In 10 minutes, I might have every guy in the field here. 
And just it's weird because it's funny. Funny how? Like I'm a clown? Uh, it's funny like <laughs> they're just running little drills like we do at JJ's flat. No, funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? What the F is so funny about me? Um, it's just little drills. You know, like coaches, it's just dudes throwing little fade routes. It's just like a, you know, worker guy, like me. He's throwing little, you know, I bet they feel like, oh, man, I, could, if I just, if I just had a chance, man. If I took football a little more serious when I was in high school, my grades, I could have been a player. It's just dudes out here. It's kind of funny. Uh, and they're just getting a little bit of work in. It's, you know, the playbook and the terminology and all of the other kind of things that make it professional level football but you know the just the work they're getting in is just little work like like drills it's like i don't know why that seems so kind of crazy and funny to me but it's just it's just football i guess in the end and then we just gotta trick it up and gotta have some players you gotta have some playmakers do the broncos have enough explosive playmakers do the Broncos have enough explosive playmakers? I sure. Yeah, they do, actually. Because Russell Wilson's going to make playmakers out of guys um, who might not be playmakers themselves naturally, you know, in terms of maybe explosiveness and um, just put the ball in that guy's hands and he's going to go do something special with it. Javante Williams is definitely one of those guys. Okay. Super duper one of those guys. I think Cortland Sutton is a playmaker because Cortland's been productive, very productive for, you know, with, with poop quarterback play. Literally, some of the worst quarterback play in the league, and he's still been productive. So don't cut a guy down or count a guy out or act like a guy ain't good anymore or wasn't good because we haven't seen him really be great in a year and a half when he's coming off shredding his leg all up. Does that apply to Jerry Judy at all? I think Jerry Judy is a playmaker. I think. I don't really know that to be true. In college, he was. But he's playing with the best receiver in college. He's playing, I'm saying, uh, I'm sorry, he's playing with the best quarterback in, in college. He's playing uh, next to a t- the other top, f- another top five receiver in, like, all of college football. Um, they got the best tight end. They got the best lineman. Jerry Judy, again, the knock on Justin Jefferson was that, oh, man, that team was so good. It's like, how good w- was he when that team was just so good? Shaw. Uh, however, the opposite's playing out here with Jerry Judy. You know, or maybe that <laughs> kind of, I don't know, mindset, that, that, that kind of talk is playing itself out right now with Jerry Judy on the flip side. Jerry Judy might have just been a guy playing with the best talent in the country. When Justin Jefferson and Joe Burrow were the reason that USC team, you know, because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was a great college player. He's not a great pro. That doesn't mean he didn't have anything to do with their success. He did. He was a great college running back. He's just not a great professional running running back. But all the talent that they had, USC, or, uh, yeah, or I'm sorry, LSU. Did I say USC? I feel like I said USC a few times. LSU. 
LSU. It's hard out here. I'm sorry. Oh, there's Andrew Mason. Wow. Um, yeah. That's it. That's my thought. All right, what about on the defensive side of the ball? F. Lewis is wondering, uh, have you seen anything to believe a Benito can save us? And they say that a Benito can save us. Um, yeah, I have, but Baron Browning's further along. Might be a better athlete. Understandably so. He's been in the league. Of course. That experience is all of the difference at this point between two guys like that. I like Nick Benito. I like the idea of Nick Benito. Um, I like the idea that the guy like that drafted there is going to going to be a really good player. Makes reminds me of Derek Wolf a little bit. We trade down out of the first round that year. Everyone who's like there covering the drafts like, oh boo, because there's no there's no pick, and then they draft Derek Wolf in, with their first pick in the second round, and and it ends up being you know good. Don't drop none today, Kenny. No drops. Zero drops. It's day nine. Let's go. <laughs> Let's see. Uh-oh. 13 better not drop one if Kenny ain't dropping them. Caden, come on. Caden Davis. JJ's just hanging out here. What was he saying, though? The Jerry Judy effect? Oh, the defensive. Yeah. Is there enough defensive playmakers? Well, Randy Gregory has to be one. Justin Simmons is definitely one. Patrick Sertan we think is one. Those are good players. And maybe those three guys could be categorized into explosive players. I think maybe. I'm not so sure. But explosive plays mean game-changing, difference-making, like a defensive player would be. Who would would be some of those guys last year? Diggs, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, TJ Watt. I mean, like, those guys are obviously two all-pro type of players. But they're difference-making defensive players who it seems like every game is doing something so substantial and powerful for your team that it just, you know, do we have enough of those guys on defense? I don't think so. We don't have a special linebacker. Josie Jewell's a gritty gutty. He does a lot of things that are underrated, underappreciated. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of that stuff that go on with him, okay? But I think there was, like, the scheme. I think Vic Fangio is an incredible defensive mind, one of the, like, five best defensive minds in the NFL. I believe that. And I think, you know, that was one of the big reasons why they had some success. So the defense might take a step back this year. But that maybe not. Maybe we'll have a little balancing or love averages or the work, the extra work they had to do last year, even though it was good work. They'll be fresher with the offense, keeping them on, you know, on the sidelines fresh while Russell Wilson's taking you down the field on 11 plays over six and a half minutes, two times in the second quarter. And it feels like the defense has barely been on the field three times in the first half of the game. And the Broncos are up, you know, 17 to six type of stuff 17 to 7 and that's them scoring on one of those three or four drives so 303-831-1340 the hotline as well as the text line thanks for being with us Danny Williams and Danny Bailey Anilo hanging out with us day 9 of training camp it's Mile High Sports feels like the movies yeah you bleed just to know you're alive